0: Hello and welcome to the Reconnect Sisterhood podcast. My name is Natalie McCandless and I'm the founder of Reconnect Sisterhood. Reconnect Sisterhood exists to empower women to reconnect to their values, identity and confidence in a way that is kind, compassionate and accepting of who they are. We know that by breaking down what is holding us back and by building connections or a community or a sisterhood, it can help us to give a foundation on which we can grow. You are good enough. And we're here to help you see it. So let's get into today's episode. Hello, Today we are going to be talking about compare and despair and scarcity. This is something that I find comes up a lot, especially with women in business. So we are going to get into this today and create some actionable steps for you. Okay, so, Compare and despair is something that many of us experience at times. It's when we find ourselves comparing ourselves to others and either feeling inadequate or unhappy as a result. So, in CBT we learn to recognise and challenge our negative thoughts and beliefs. And when it comes to comparing ourselves to others, we have to realise that it's often an unfair and inaccurate way of thinking. Everybody's journey is unique and comparing ourselves to others overlooks our own individuality, our own circumstances and who we are as people. So the first step that we take is to catch ourselves when we're comparing and despairing and feeling down about ourselves. It might be helpful at this point if you notice this is asking ourselves a question around is this comparison fair or unhelpful? The chances are it's not but we often fall into that trap anyway. The thing is if we were looking at something like Instagram for an example we're likely only seeing a small snippet of someone else's life and comparing it to our own. So I know for myself I will take a couple of photos sometimes a lot more and put up the one that looks best. This is just something I think we're just in the habit of doing, something that we, te- that we all tend to do. We are social creatures. We want to be able to put, out our, put our best foot forward, if you like. It's quite a vulnerable thing to do. And also expressing ourselves and putting us out there, it leads us to having thoughts around, are people going to reject me? When we look at our ancestors, often they had to conform you had to make sure that you were always in the group and in the pack. So you had to always watch your behaviour. Because if you were ousted from the circle, if you were ousted from the pack, that's it, you're done, you're dead. So what you'll be doing a lot of is comparing and looking at, is my behaviour aligned with other people? But the thing is, we are not in caveman times. You know, a, a tiger is not going to eat us because we're away from the pack and we're doing our own thing. Actually, in today's society it's more beneficial to be unique. Obviously, there are some exceptions to that rule. But generally, it's better to be unique and have our own voices and have our own individual in, individuality. So I guess what we can then start to look at is thinking about the fact that it's a small snippet of someone else's life. So when perhaps you see that photo and you start to go in and say, oh my goodness I don't have photos like that or look at that woman's business she's absolutely bossing it there's no chance what's the point in me showing up because look at her business it's so streamlined it's so good well the thing is when we look from the outside and we see the best stuff we see the stuff that people want you to see in there okay so what do we do we challenge those thoughts so we can ask ourselves like what's the evidence to support this comparison so what evidence do I have that supports this comparison? Often we won't have any or we won't have anything that's concrete because it's just a negative self-assessment. It's just our minds telling us we're just not good enough in comparison to that person but if we really looked down into the evidence there's not enough there. It's also important to shift our focus from comparing ourselves to others to recognising our own strengths, our own accomplishments and our own progress. We need to be celebrating ourselves. We need to be celebrating our wins. Because what it does is it validates who we are. And it also validates our unique qualities and achievements. And those are the bits that are making us who we are. So by shifting attention to our own journey and celebrating our own growth, we can build a more positive self-image of ourselves and boost our self-esteem. So when you're noticing that compare and despair, really shift the focus back onto you and letting that go. Also, it's really essential when we're thinking about compare and despair to practise self-compassion. So instead of being hard on ourselves and saying, well, why, why is my business less than this person's business? Let's remember that everyone has their own struggles and imperfections. We are all human and it's okay to have ups and downs. It's okay to, we're all human and it's okay to have ups and downs. Being kind to ourselves and embracing self-acceptance can help break free from the cycle of comparing and despairing. So next time you catch yourself comparing and feeling down, challenge those thoughts focus on your own journey and accomplishments and be kind to yourself because with practice you may be able to break free from the compare and despair mindset and cultivate something that's more self-affirming and now let's have a look at scarcity feel like scarcity goes hand in hand with compare and despair now scarcity is often when we feel like there's never enough of something so Whether this is time, money, opportunities, um, resources, these are the things that kind of make us feel like there's just not enough around. And, oh, there's not enough women at that table. There's no way that I'll be able to get there. Only one woman will be able to get there. And then when you're on something like Instagram or LinkedIn and you are looking at other women who seem to be doing so well, it's so easy to say, what's the point in showing up? There's just no point because there's not enough space there for me. So what we aim to do is to understand and challenge these kinds of unhelpful thought patterns. So the scarcity mindset is rooted in in the belief that there's always a lack or a shortage of something. And it can lead to feelings of anxiety, insecurity and constant fear of not having enough. But what we need to know is that it's distorted and unrealistic a cognitive distortion that we can work on changing. So let's have a look at those scarcity related thoughts. We can ask ourselves, is it really true that there's never enough? Let's have a look in the truth of this. Usually when we're examining the evidence, once again, we're finding that it's not entirely accurate. There have been times when we've had enough or even plenty and it's essential to remind ourselves of those instances and challenge the belief that scarcity is a constant reality. We can also shift our focus from scarcity to abundance. We want to train our minds to notice and appreciate the abundance around us. It could be the small joys, positive relationships or resources we do have. By constantly shifting our attention to what we have rather than what we lack, we can begin to cultivate a more abundant mindset. We can also emphasise the importance of setting realistic goals and priorities. We want to be mindful how we use our time, money and energy. By setting boundaries and focusing on what truly matters to us, we can allocate our resources more effectively and feel more in control. So thinking about, okay, what's the realistic goal for me at the moment? I might be looking at this woman who has a business with 100 employees and she's doing fantastic and she's selling the product that I've always wanted to sell and thinking, well, there's no chance now. I can't get into that, that situation. But I guess if we start to look at abundance, what we start to shift ourselves towards and, and setting those realistic goals is, well, at the moment, I've just started out. What can I do at the moment? What steps can I take towards getting my, my work out there? And maybe I need to have a look at my marketing. Maybe I need to build up my brand. Maybe I need to collaborate with some people. There's loads of small things that you could then do that are more realistic to you. And thinking about what's my priorities? Where do I want my energy to go? So really trying to focus on what would what matters to you rather than where everybody else is, and also you're never going to be able to get there. If we tell ourselves we're never going to get there, we're never going to get there. I don't believe in a manifest mindset. That's just something I don't personally believe in. But I do believe that we do need to be open to whatever is out there. And yes, if we are working hard and working towards something, we're more likely to get there. It doesn't mean we'll always get there, but we're more likely to. And definitely looking at more of an abundance. Because the thing is, as women, if we don't start seeing ourselves there and believing that we can get there, then we won't as a collective. So something I want to really start to wrap into everything is self-compassion. It plays a significant role within the scarcity mindset. We have to remind ourselves to avoid the harsh self-judgment that we often fall into. We are all trying to navigate through life. We are all human beings and we can't have everything all of the time. So embracing self-acceptance and acknowledging that we're doing our best can help reduce the pressure of that mindset. As with everything, this takes practice. We can't transform our thinking overnight. But with consistent effort and practice, we can start to gradually shift away from that mindset. So next time you're thinking about scarcity and you find yourself falling into that pit, challenge those thoughts. Focus on more of an abundance mindset. Set yourself realistic goals, practice self-compassion and be patient with yourself hopefully what you'll find is that actually compare and despair starts to reduce and the scarcity starts to reduce. So let me know how you found this episode. I'd love to hear your thoughts and yeah, get back to me, connect with me on Instagram or by email as well. And yeah, let me know how you get on. Okay, take care then. Bye.